Episode 13 is here. This is Pop Cannon. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. So guys, what are we uh, talking about today? Well, very similar to our last episode, which you may or may not have listened to, where we discussed the series Altered Carbon. Just the first episode, though, right? The, all, the very first episode. Jordan, among the four of us, is the only one who has not watched any of Game of Thrones. So we decided to continue that concept forward a little bit and have a three-on-one handicap match where Jordan discusses what he likes and didn't like about Game of Thrones Episode 1, and we implore him to fucking finally watch it already. Now you might, Yeah, Jordan, Jesus. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, how is it possible that there are people in our society who have not watched Game of Thrones, but I can say they are out there and they are freaks. Jordan, you are, one, you are, now, you are not one of them now that you've seen the first episode, so congratulations. That's true. I've, uh, I've watched the first episode uh, twice. The uh, second time around was a little bit better because I had a little more idea of what's going on. So uh, I guess right off the top, um, there's a lot of world building in this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> which um, I feel like I feel like pilot TV series, uh, they kind of have to do that because they're they're launching you into the deep end here. And this is the perfect example of it. We talked about it a little bit with Altered Carbon. Uh, where they they dumped you into the full-on sci-fi, uh, whereas here with Game of Thrones, they kind of do the same thing. And the title sequence is one of the few times where there is literal world-building right there. <laughs> the, the title sequence is one of the like coolest things in television, oh, where, yeah. it, where it just is always awesome and as we know, but Jordan does not, as episodes and seasons progress, it updates. Oh. The map updates. It's also one of the few shows that I will always watch the opening theme. Yes. Of, instead of trying to skip through it, because the song is amazing. It always looks cool. Yes. And you're just, yes. get, you get all pumped up for uh, violence and booze. Yeah, there's, uh, there's many different variations uh, that people have sung and posted videos of the, the opening title sequence. So it's definitely always worth singing one of your favorites uh whether it be game of fucking thrones game of fucking thrones or uh wiener 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 uh <laughs> i forgot about that the stern show has a ba 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 booey ba ba booey oh, shit. <laughs> that's good so yeah jordan um what do you what do you so like right how did you like the cold open we'll go with that the very cold open if you will. Uh, Jordan, can you add a rimshot sound effect after that? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Uh, they It started off well enough, you know. You see the people coming through the side of the wall, venturing out into the the very wintry winter that winter's not actually there, but winter's there. Um, well, winter's always in the north. But not <laughs> so, winter, winter. Right. Okay, so like... Where this the segment wall brought to you by Sam Adams Winter Lager. <laughs> so where the wall is, um, it's further north than Winterfell. Correct. Okay, that's that's what I needed clarification on because they didn't really establish that. Much further north than where Winterfell is, and then beyond the wall 
there is vast amounts of land as well. North. Okay. And Winterfell is like Detroit, <laughs> and the wall oh, is like Canadian border. Insult- insult- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I I think my my largest problem with the cold open is the editing of it. Yeah. And okay. I think that was. I'm I'm starting to think that that was intentional in order to disorient people on what's going on. Uh, I just didn't like it. The editing, just of that scene. The rest of the editing throughout the episode is great. I I, I absolutely agree with you that the editing was on purpose to disorient you. You're supposed to feel lost in the woods with um, the two surviving members of the bro- of the uh, the night's. Nice watch. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I just blanked on that for a second. Um, yeah. Uh, they're they're completely. They have no idea where they're going. They're completely lost after having seen um the the really the knight. He's one of the few knights in the Night's Watch get beheaded by the White Walker. So. Yeah. And another thing with that sequence that I kind of found troubling, and I don't know if they touch upon this later or what, but they had the body parts like laid out in a circle. Mm-hmm almost in like yes. a logo and then when they return to that spot it's <laughs> gone like nothing's there but it there's no sign of blood or anything and i was just a little confused and that yes. that's yeah. completely understandable and that's what you're supposed to be okay yes. i wasn't sure if that was like touched upon that they just hired a cleaning service to come in and <laughs> tidy up a little bit just brought in a snowmobile and uh just snow yeah, over. Just pumped up some fake snow. We're good to go. But the it's very co- tracks covered. Let's roll out. <laughs> but it's very confusing. Yes. Because of the fact that like, why were they laid out in that position in the first place, hoping for someone to find them? Or Jordan, were, were you confused and let's go like, what the fuck is this? Or are you still intrigued by what was happening? I w- I was very I was intrigued. The first time I watched it, and then the second time that I watched it, since I haven't proceeded to watch any anything else from the series, now I'm more confused. Because that was the only time we touched on the White Walkers. Yes. Within the, shape, the pilot episode, the shape the shape returns. Okay. Um, and is utilized when White Walkers are talked about for a time. Uh-huh. Okay. Without spoiling anything for you further, it's hard to, ex- you know. No, well, for sure, yeah. But, but I mean, I guess it's not really spoiling anything to say that we still don't know exactly, you right, know. Right, right, right. What's, I'm assuming with this last season, it'll it's assumed that we're going to get some, some big answers of which that is included. Right. Okay. And and just real quick, uh, just to give you uh, kind of an idea. So, like, with Winterfell and, and the North that they refer to, like, you know, that Ned Stark is Warden of the North, the North is just always cold, but winter, winter has not come yet. Right. That's why I keep saying winter is coming. The the seasons on this planet, <laughs> uh, I guess if you want to call it that, um, they, they, they last for years. It doesn't winter last like 20 years or something uh, like that or in, 30 years. In the past of it it lasted for I think a thousand years. Yeah, I think it's I think it's always varied slightly pending what's happening, I guess, you know, climate change or whatever. Um <laughs> basically there are generations of people that only know winter. Right. And and, and contrary reverse to that, people that have only ever lived in summer. Right. Hmm. Uh and winter is always uh 
brutal as it is in Northeast Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, but just imagine that for years. Literal hell. Yeah. There you go. Literal hell. Or heaven. Um, <laughs> but that's so that's the the that's the implication. <laughs> the implication. <laughs> anyway. Um, so once you got past the uh, past that 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 cold open, um, how did you like the rest of it, Jordan? Um, I enjoyed it. I I really did. Um, I like stuff where it makes you think. And I feel like they did a good job setting up enough to keep me intrigued and make me want to watch another episode, at mm. least. I would love if you watched another episode. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm planning on it. I just don't know. Yes. I I usually give everything three episodes, and if I'm not entirely oh, dude, hooked... Oh, you're going to be fucking sunk into this by three episodes okay cards on the table we've been lobbying for jordan to, to watch this for a while um because andrew rob and i are all massive game of thrones fans um jordan had you prior to watching this episode had you already planned on continuing to watch or did, were you really basing your want to watch more on this episode i think i would have watched like had we not recorded for this and i would have i i feel like i would have eventually watched the show um but now you're in mm-hmm. and level. i th- i think see it's it's weird because it's it's decent enough to make me go back for more but i'm not hooked at this point from the first episode that's fair yeah, like I didn't lot. finish the I didn't finish the episode going okay I need to watch the next one right now right um, especially if you're not into uh, fantasy right um, and what becomes in certain spots outright sci-fi almost yeah, <laughs> yeah. see but I like I like the sci-fi element um, a little not that big on the yeah fantasy fantasy I understand is tough. And also the language that they're using uh, to sell the fantasy element of it for some people is tough. Like I will like outright admit that I will I binged the first two seasons in three days the first time I watched it. Jesus, and, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and and I didn't. Uh, it was it was to get ready. It was to prepare to watch the launch of season three live, and that's where I've been watching ever since live. Um, but I did not retain almost anything in that time span, other than little guy, dragon woman, <laughs> uh, wolf family. <laughs> like that was the that was the essential. And that, and for me, honestly, it's it's probably easier unless you're sitting there with a fucking notebook. Um, it's probably easier to not try to retain anybody's name because as the episodes go further, who's important really kind of shakes out. Yeah, it, you know, it's funny because there's a lot of fucking people in this first season, and we're coming up on the eighth and final season now, and there are uh, decidedly less fucking people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And a lot of decidedly different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the great thing, and I think the pull of this for Jordan, 
from episode one and to watch the series in its entirety is going to be the character development. Because Jordan is going to shit himself with the writing capabilities of the people involved in this show. Okay. And I mean, you guys have been telling me this for years now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally years. <laughs> but that's that's good to know that the there's like a continuity there. Oh man, yeah, and it's and it's in some spots it's it's pretty fucking tight uh, because the entire the entire show uh, is is launched at the death of a man named John Aaron, who was the hand of the king in King's Landing, where the throne is for the king because that's where he's landed uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome go on Martin <laughs> is proud of you yeah. uh he didn't want he didn't want to try to get a fastball by on that one <laughs> slow roller uh, uh, <laughs> now wait, what something King's something. landing be <laughs> so that's the that's the beginning of the show the impetus of the show is the reason this entire journey begins is because John Aaron has died and go like, that's the whole point. Yeah. of it. Uh, the hand of the King is essentially, uh, it's more, it's not necessarily like if you're trying to equate it to something, it's not necessarily a vice president. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I think I just, the, closest, the closest approximation we can make. I just kind of pictured it more like his right hand man. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, literally that's, he's my, he's my number one guy. Right. Right. So the king gets to go off and do what he wants to do, and basically the hand of the king in some instances runs the whole damn show. Not Rob Van Dam. Drink and whore himself <laughs> to an early grave. grave. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, huh. Jordan, huh. What, did you, what did you think of the characters uh, just in this first episode? From the ones that were prominently featured, I thought their their motivations were kind of laid out very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for Sansa, because she was an annoying little bitch. <laughs> Absolutely, um, what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that you got that means you nailed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was very confused at the beginning. Um, what Jon Snow's whole deal was? Yes. The first time that I watched it, um, it had to be explained to me that um, he was he was like the bastard child. But they, the reason his last name is different is because mm-hmm. people in that different area regions. have different yes. last names for the bastard children because there's just a bunch of bastards just running around. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, that, that's uh, the, throughout all of, all of Westeros. Yeah. The, the For different regions, there are different standardized bastard last names. Okay. So the north is snow. Um, is it because it snows there sometimes? Yes. I believe that is true. No, they're all really big fans of Coke. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the southernmost region, um, it's the last name is Sands. Right. Right, because it's hotter there. That kind of thing. Okay. Um and it's and it gets it get yeah, it gets it gets uh it's just one of those things that they don't spend a lot of time on but they just keep moving and once you discover that there are more people whose last name are snow you go okay i understand now and then you'll see that there are the last name of sand and last name of what is it river right Rivers, i think like rivers yeah Yeah. Yeah. so quarterback of the 
uh, San Diego Chargers is a uh, is a bastard. None of them are bastards. <laughs> None of his twenty fucking kids. Anyway, I, I did enjoy Bran. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed Arya. Um, I can't even tell you the other two Stark people's names. They're not necessarily featured, so that's fine. But yeah, no, no, yeah, Rick and Rickon and Rob don't get much play in this episode. Where they uh, they show up, where Arya shows up, her brother Bran from further distance and hits Bullseye like it was nothing. Yep, so great foreshadowing. <laughs> so yeah, so I just want to say real quick. So so I, I watched this. Um, so I watched this last night, uh, and the previous time that I watched that was a year and a half ago, I guess. Um, and I, I had just forgotten how much foreshadowing. Oh there yeah. Was oh in, yeah. In this one episode at the beginning of it all there was so much foreshadowing i'm not going to say specific yeah. things but jordan you will definitely get payoffs for a lot of things from this episode yeah i think almost everything in this episode has has at least reached some sort of payoff in seven seasons yeah almost everything has reached a payoff in some way uh over the course of the the the, the specific first season and then further uh, as the characters expand and the the show kind of Rubik's cubes different people together, there's a lot just in this in this first season. But yeah, there's a lot later on too. Yeah, That's so cool. Jordan, you said you enjoyed Bran, right? Yeah. What if I told you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they, uh, I forget which season was it? Was it four or five? What were they completely Bran? Uh, they backburnered Bran so hard. That he was not featured in the season at all. I believe. I think it was season five. I think it was season five as well. Season five, they sit. Bran takes a seat on the bench, and he is not in the season at all. And then when they come back for season six, he returns. Is it a different actor? No, it's the same (laughs) actor. And you learn why he was gone for so long. And I, I, I don't remember. I've read the books up to um, a Dance with Dragons. I don't remember exactly, but I have a feeling that in the books he kind of was a little missing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I think so. So they, so they completely backburner him for a whole season. Does that make you angry in any way? I mean, not, not right now. Only because I, I watched one episode. Okay. You know, like I haven't had time to like really get to know the characters and spend time with them. Uh, but that's at least good that they explain his absence. Yeah, in 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 a certain way. But what if I told you that it may or may not be related to some sort of time travel situation? God damn it, Rob! Uh, I need to pique his what? interest, and I know that time. <laughs> hold on, hold, 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 wait, hey, hold on. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, he's currently taking his pants off as he's saying what. <laughs> Yeah. No, they're off already. <laughs> I heard time travel, and then my pants instantly like slid off. <laughs> right off. Um. So that's like super interesting, right? Yeah, dude, it's a complete mind fuck. I'm just letting you know. Uh. Well, it's all time travel. Yeah. 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 Well, let's hope I like the other two episodes after this because. <laughs> 
You really want to get to that time travel. I'm gotta not, get to the gotta get to the time travel. Stuff. And I'm not saying that it's it's actual time. I'm saying it's it's potential time travel. Like I don't know how to explain is it, it in the realm of of yes. it definitely yes is. yes yes. Okay. You can you can take what happens in that way, and I don't think anybody would fault you for it because that's still how I take it. Spoiler alert, Jordan! You're watching all of the episodes. Yeah, but he knew that already. I saw it in a vision. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I just also want to say, like, uh, one, it's such a fucking great first episode. Um, I, I felt Jordan, like you felt like it, 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 it's much like, like the first episode of Ultra Carbon that we talked about. It throws you deep in the weeds. It really does. It just, it just drops you right in it and you're kind of flailing about, but the performances are so good. Um, and the, the writing is so good in my opinion that it just, you, you, you just get caught up in it by the time by the time that I watched it, because I, I didn't see it when it was on HBO when it first came out. I had to get it on Blu-ray. Um, and so I watched it maybe a year and a half after it had already premiered. Um, and I watched it. And by the time they got to close to the end of the episode, Ned and Catelyn are in bed and mm-hmm. Maester Lewin comes in and delivers uh, the message from Cat's sister. And it's just like, oh, the Lannisters are evil. We, we Now we know that. And now Ned has to go and protect the king. It's like shit just got even more real than it did at the very beginning when there are monsters with ice swords. Right. <laughs> really, that's the kickoff of the right. series. The, yeah. the the greatest thing, and it's similar to the pull of of what Walking Dead started with. We'll put it that way. Um, is that there are literal monsters in this world, but there are like a lot of the people are just fucking monsters too. Fear the dead, fight the living. Right. Yeah. And and I guess the same could be said about uh, uh, what's his name, Viserys. V- uh, yeah, her brother. Yes. Are you talking about uh, Daenerys' Targaryen. brother, Targaryen? Yes. What's his name, Viserys? Yes. I forgot what an annoying twat he was. Yeah. So like blonde Loki. Daenerys. Yeah, he's a dude. He's a complete fuckwad. Uh, twat. I mean, if it wasn't evident from everything he did and said to Daenerys in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a uh, he's a twat for sure. See, um, I'm excited, uh, and I love this about like new television series. I I'm excited to see the characters become more dimensional and really expand upon why they do what they do. Yeah. So that's why yeah, like and, TV and this shows. Show, honestly, they don't. They don't. Uh, there's not many characters that don't get a little bit more depth at least on a on a, at a certain point a lot of them get depth uh for that reason really see i love tv this is why i love tv yeah so if they tried to do this because for the, this uh property this ip was in limbo for a while in in different forms and george R. R. martin the author of the books uh always was meeting with people who were pitching him what they wanted to do. Uh, cause the books I believe started releasing in the early nineties. Is that correct? Yeah. Wow. Early, early to mid, early to mid nineties. Um, and he dropped like the first four like quick and then just fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> um, and the, and then people were like, Hey dude, we want more of this. And then it became a TV show and now he can't write fast enough. Really? Uh, 
so the the show was was in limbo not the show but the property was in limbo for a while uh george r r martin always had the final he always had the the final say on on whether or not he would release the the rights for somebody to do it um and he and he had said and i'd read an interview with the showrunners of this iteration of it that um they got the show because they had read the books a million times and he asked them a series of questions during their interview and there's one specific question that he asked them that if they answered it incorrectly he did not give them the rights so the question george r, r. martin asked was who is john snow's mother uh and according to let me see uh, according to the showrunners, uh, D.B. Weiss had said, he asked us, who is Jon Snow's mother? We had discussed it before, and we gave a shocking answer. At that point, George didn't actually say whether or not we were right or wrong, but his smile was his tell. We knew we had passed the Wonka test at that point. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's cool. Uh, I mean, they haven't, from the first episode alone, they haven't given a pull one way or the other right or even pointed you in a direction so um because it to, in 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 order for it to be a bastard obviously his father has uh custody of him however you want to word that um so the mother is just uh whoever question mark right but we know through this episode ned is a very noble person so it's interesting to suggest that he has an affair. Yes. The most noble, honorable man. Cause, yes. Because everyone, if anything, everyone calls him noble and honest. Everyone. That's what he is known as. Like, that he is, I don't, I, all right, I'm, I don't want to. Yeah, no, you're, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. It's cool. Um, I'm just <laughs> trying not to dive into any. Territory. <laughs> yeah. This is so the, Jordan. This is let's the talk thing. about incest. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, was not was not expecting that, but then after it happened, I went, "Well, that makes perfect sense." Nobody's expecting incest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying you guys don't fuck your sisters? <laughs> so, so what's her name? I don't even I don't even know her name. The queen. So, uh, uh, Cersei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cersei. Okay. Wait, Jordan, so, did you really not know that? No, oh. no. He texted me after he watched it the first time. The incest was a complete swerve for him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it coming. I've, neither did I. But <laughs> first time I watched. Well, it. no, Jamie was behind her. She didn't see it coming either. <laughs> I've so, and that's part of my my thing. I've managed to avoid almost all of the spoilers for this show. That's impressive. There's a couple things that I've come to find out. I think I broke Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say there's there's a few things that I've come to learn over the course of the years just from talking or from context clues. Uh, but for the most part, I'm, I'm a clean slate going in. Oh, g- c- congratulations, man. It's hard to avoid that kind of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. After how many years? Seven years now? Eight years? But I think it's because he doesn't follow or like any of the stuff about the show on social media, so you're able to insulate yourself from it in that yeah. way. That's yeah. True. That's true. And and it's just uh, it's just from people that I know that watch it. Yeah. And I've seen 
episodes before because like I'd be with Rob and Amanda and yep. we'd be they'd be like it's Sunday night we gotta watch Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, I was and not, like, not oh. watching it around you. Sorry. I'm like, all right. Or I've sent you I've sent you clips. Yeah. I sent so the one clip I sent Jordan specifically was the Hound versus Brienne of Tarth. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, you don't need any context for how fucking brutal this is. Watch this shit. And I also sent him um, uh, the 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 Viper versus the Mountain. Oh God! Oh <laughs> yeah. God! So you know that whole. Okay, well, good. Now you won't have your heart <laughs> ripped out of your chest. Yeah, but he doesn't know the context of it. He just saw the fights. He doesn't know what yeah. led up to them, or what the fallout, or what the meaning of any of it was. And that's that's the stuff that I don't mind. I've also uh, at one of my one of my jobs I had to work on Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like I've seen stuff from that, but like also once again, there's no context and it's disconnected as to what's happening. So what's going on with, uh, call Drago and, mm. uh, Daenerys. So, so, so they're, well, that would be an arranged marriage. Yes. Yes. He's in, he, Oh man, he is the, <laughs> uh, king for lack of a better term, of of the Dothraki. Yes. yes. Okay. Dothraki. Yeah. And and they are a wild bunch of horseback riding, desert dwelling lunatic bar barbarians. It's best to think essentially of a nomadic tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Nomads. nomads. Even yeah. better. It's best to think of them as uh, desert barbarian Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Um. And he, her brother, Viserys. He has the army. That she, that her brother needs, right? Because he believes that by betrothing his sister to this behemoth of a man, um, that that will get him on the Iron Throne over in Westeros. Because they're in a different continent; they're on Essos. They're in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say this Aquaman. Right, right. Well, no, no. The Dothraki don't go in water. That's the thing. That's why they're over in that other continent. See, none of that was like explained, so I was like, "How far away are there?" So that yeah, is where. So this is where paying attention to the opening, um, the opening title sequence pays off because it showed it showed Westeros, it showed the different locations in Westeros, and then it went to the um, to the east across the, the narrow sea. Sea is that whole other continent. That's and so with each episode, it shows you where things are taking place. So things took place in Winterfell, King's Landing, and then over in Pentos. Right. Okay. So, and, and that's like, that's a thing with going back to being dumped into the center of all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of that watching gets, that, all of that watching gets that, explained and revealed over the course of the first season as to what the actual situation is. But her brother's intention, as he as he mentions to her, he's, he's just like, you're going to make this fucking barbarian happy, and I'm going to use him to take back the Iron Throne for our family. Right, but I'm, I'm speaking specifically for the locations and the opening credits. Like, watching that opening sequence, it, it was cool to look at, but, like, I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah, so yeah. So now no, that I know... Okay, well, this is the locations of where the episode's taking place. I could it kind of gives you a, an idea of how far away they are and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but also, people throughout the seasons have complained about uh, the phenomenon of jetpacking, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. which is when somebody has to go somewhere 
and then we go away from that character. And when we come back to that character, they're just there. I, I do. I do think though it was at Max Landis who might have been set up at like so people were complaining. I think I'm not going to spoil anything with you, Jordan, but people were complaining in the most recent season that someone went from somewhere to somewhere very quickly. But yeah. Max Landis later, I was like, Westeros is not like America and South America joined. Westeros is like maybe the size of California. Yeah, yeah. He said it's better to think of it as the size of California to get a grasp on the time of travel. It's a pretty small continent, and and I guess maybe it's just a really small planet. I don't know, but um, but yeah, it's not it's not a hugely large place. But they're traveling by boat, uh, by and boat, horse. by horse and Carrot. wagon, and then yeah. other things later on. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so it's not. They, they said it took a month to get from King's Landing up to. Winterfell. I would think that if you had to travel by horse and you didn't do it very quickly because it was the entire king's uh, traveling group, you know, that it probably would take a month to go from you know San Diego all the way up to you know Sacramento or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that taking a while. And now for geography on California, Andrew. <laughs> it's like, oh, will you get on the 405 and you... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I caught myself saying the 405, the 5, the 134, and I'm like, uh, what have I... You're, you're becoming the Californians. <laughs> Californication, brother. <laughs> Dude. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you go down there and hop on the 405. Well, no, if you just want to go down to Anaheim, you just hop on the 5. And take all the way down. Holy shit, he's got the accent. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get off of exit 14 and get out of my life, Jevin? <laughs> Dude, it's so weird. You'll just be driving along the street, and then there's just suddenly a ramp to get onto the fucking highway. <laughs> um, um, and it, very much like in Westeros. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought the the direwolf scene was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So like that that like moose looking thing that was killed was that killed by the direwolf? Yeah, they were the the idea is that they were in a in a fight. Oh. Because okay, they, that, when they walked so that upon was an antler the, that when they walk upon the the elk or whatever the fuck it was the stag he was an elk yeah, yeah he says um uh, looks like a mountain lion and then they were like no there's no mountain lion big enough to do that. Like so, the idea is that it yeah. was it was thrashed and 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 destroyed, and then the wolf uh, was also had the fucking massive antler stuck in it, and that that stag okay. had huge fucking antlers, so it was not a small it was not a small creature, right? Yeah, and then you know, do you discover that it's a dire wolf, and then he's gonna get rid of the fucking puppies, and then he's like, no, why don't we give them out to the children? Fucking Theon, Fu- yeah, dude. wolf, hey. Oh yeah, so Theon is uh, Ned Stark's ward. Okay, similar to a Batman and Robin relationship. No. Only only less caring. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picturing Theon as, as Robin. Ned Stark Batman. Just, so just if you want to think of it that way, if you want to think of it that way, uh, just imagine if Batman was like. I fuck hate having you around, all right? <laughs> that is more the situation. Oh, fuck. So he's like Jason Todd. <laughs> but see, Batman likes all of his Robins. You can't say that. If Batman hated his Robin, then it would be like, yes, that's the, that's the situation. No way that Theon Greyjoy would ever become the Arkham Knight. <laughs> oh, <Brian>. God. <laughs> 
holy inside jokes, Batman. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so so Theon, so that's the so that was when I had first watched it. I was hella confused by who they were in relation to one another. Yeah, I was like, is he related to them? Is he not related to them? He's like, I take yeah, I take orders was... from your father, and I was like, so he's not one of them. Well, I mean, <laughs> when when Robert Baratheon when they show up. They show the line of Stark children. Yeah. And they even show John hanging back with Theon. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but Robert, that's that's great that you mentioned that because I had to have everyone's relationship kind of explained to me. Yeah. Because it wasn't really well laid out right, within right. the episode. In the first itself. episode, I think they're just they're they're just more showing you all of these people are together here, and all of those other people are together there. And 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 then everything shakes out the way it does as it progresses. But you know where everybody starts together, and that's more the point: is that they're they're a part of a group together, whether or not they infight and argue and bullshit with one another. That's all fine. But know that that group, including Theon, is together. Okay. Cool. And I guess. I guess that's a good thing that they didn't really go into that too much because because then it would be like Exposition City. Yeah, yeah. And 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 there was a little bit of that because like when when like the King's group all showed up, yeah. you had Arya asking questions like that's Jamie Lannister. Right. And, all that and then stuff. somebody leans down and goes, Jamie Lannister is the ba 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 Yeah. Yeah. That so the show uh I get caught flack. Would you call it caught flack? Uh, yeah. for what is for what was termed sex position where there is a sex scene happening in the in the background or the foreground and meanwhile there is a bunch of exposition being laid out for you as that's happening okay uh, so that's what i get to look forward to yeah there's at least i know for a fact there's at least one scene uh the the little finger scene yeah, we. You haven't met him yet. You will. Yeah, okay. he's he's well. Even he's great. Even looking at um, what's his name, the imp. Yes. is what they kept calling him. Like during that scene where he's getting like blown, sex and then position. she's just like, yes. all of a sudden, sex position. Yes. Okay. Yes. Tyrion. That's that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. That there. There's no better. There's no more fitting in uh, introduction to uh, Tyrion than that. Yeah. Hey. How weird is it seeing him with blonde hair again? Yeah. It slowly changes over the course of the series. Okay. Yeah. And short hair. threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. Short hair too. Yeah. By the end of it, he's got a fucking beard. He's all grizzled out. <laughs> he's seen some shit. Like at this point in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. At this point in the show, he, he's never really gotten his hands dirty in any situation. He's always lived off of his last name uh utilized the family money and and just fucked however many whores that he wanted to and drank himself to oblivion like that's his whole thing at the at the outset um he lives like a king he, he does yeah. and then he's forced to change how he acts in certain ways as it progresses because he's got to kind of grow up he's got to nut up um Back to what you were saying about the exposition, Jordan. Um, that's one of the things I liked about the fact that it just threw you in is that you look at something like Lord of the Rings, and I love Lord of the Rings, but the first movie, 
they had, you know, there was a whole 10 minute intro and they didn't put an intro except for like, you know, you know, the, uh, the thing with the, the white walkers beyond the wall with the, with the men of the night's watch, that's, that's a little bit of an intro, but it's not like a whole backstory, you know, they, they would yeah. have had, they would have had to have had an, a whole episode of backstory to get you to where you would know where everyone, who, who everyone was, what their relationships and everything. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been like having to read a child, a book, but it would have been the entire episode. Right. Well, that's a credit to the writers of the first episode because they they were able to get across the necessary stuff. And I'm sure that they expand upon more going forward. Yes. Yes. Everything. Because it wasn't it wasn't too much. Uh, it was it was enough to dip your toe in, so right. to speak. Because like in the in the books, I have not I have not read the books myself. Um I've always had an issue reading that type of verbiage and that type of dialogue. Um, even back in high school when it was Shakespeare, you know, like that kind of old English verbosity. <laughs> it's dense because uh, you're, you're translating as you're reading. Right. And I just, yeah. I'm not going to get, I know that I'm not going to get anything out of that. So I've never even attempted it. Um, but I, from people that I know that have read it, Amanda's read the first three or four books. I believe she's read all four of the first books. Um, and cr- I mean, fucking credit to her for, for doing that. Uh, but I just feel like I would have to sit there with a notebook and a pen and be like, so this person is connected to this person, this person. But I'd rather see it visually to go, oh, okay, this is easy now. I think I think now that you've seen all the current episodes, all the cur- all the episodes up to the current, you know, the season that's about to premiere. I think since you've seen all of them, I think you probably would be better served now reading the book. Right, right. And that's what I've always said is that if I were ever going to read them, it would be after the show, not concurrent with or trying to keep up with. I, I think I think you might I think you might enjoy the books. I don't know. I mean, you might obviously give that first one a try. Um, you you know you know you might not know. You might be able to get past the language barrier there. Yeah. I don't know English well. (laughs) (laughs) Just quick going back to Daenerys. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's. For the wedding, uh, she was gifted dragon eggs? Yes. What's... uh, Now, I missed... I guess it kind of just went over my head, but like, what did they say about the eggs? They were like, they're pretty to look at or something. Right. They're from they're from the Shadowlands beyond a shy. So we don't we don't get much of what that means, uh, except to, that like it's a faraway place. Okay. And like we're not uh, to to everyone's knowledge in in universe, uh, dragons have been long gone, and there's been no such thing as dragons for uh, thousands of years. So okay. the the idea that she was gifted dragon eggs is essentially just ceremonial to, to be to be sorry rob just real quick uh, to be perfectly clear it, dragons aren't that um far removed there there were like dragons up to like a couple hundred years ago but they were okay. like dragons at one point at dragons one point within the, the universe were like were massive things it was like feral cats in america now 
They were everywhere. <laughs> and, and, but, they, but they were also getting in everybody's garbage. In size, in size, they were enormous too. And then, as the Targaryens, who who were kings for a long and long time, as they kept, as their as their lineage grew thin, the dragons started to shrink, and they eventually went extinct. Because there was that one scene where Daenerys said, "Like I don't want to be his bride." I don't want to be his queen, blah, blah, blah. And uh, her brother like looked at her and was just like, do you want the dragon to come out? And I was like, is that a threat? Like, what is he? Yeah, that's that his. That, so so the, 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 the Targaryen king was always referred to as the dragon. So he's referring to himself as the dragon. And it's like, do you want my temper to, to, oh, okay. Yeah. to come out? So he's... He's a scary boy. <laughs> yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a total he's a total fucking schmuck. Uh, so he's he's basically he's basically threatening his sister to like kick the shit out of her if she doesn't do what the fuck he says. Yeah, he's, well, he he's even, selling her off. Yeah, he even said it. I don't even care if forty thousand Dothraki soldiers like had their way with you. Yeah, I would do it. And their horses. And their horses. Yeah. Which is like the most horrible fucking yeah. thing to say to somebody. Your sister, no less. On her wedding day, the scene when she's getting into the the, the water, tub? and like, my lady, it's too hot, and she just kind of gets in. What did you think of that? Um, so this is this is a thing where I've I've come to to learn a thing or two about a thing or two with the show. Um, isn't she like fireproof or something? Maybe is she <laughs> okay? Could be. <laughs> um. So that was interesting. I think the 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 obvious uh, the way that I the, the way the that play, I the play on that on that sequence is that she she no sells the hot water. Yeah, yeah. And I I think the way that it was intended and that it came across initially, had I not known these facts, was like, oh, she just doesn't care. She's like suicidal or some shit. Right, right. She's she's trying to shelter her emotions. Because it's it's very similar to the end. Khal Drago takes her to this very nice beach. It's they have a very romantic moment. He looks her dead in the eye and says no. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's where she just kind of shuts down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she so, has to kind of do that sometimes. Yeah. It is uh, just real quick about about him saying like, "Do you want the dragon to come out?" Um, in the books, it is actually stated outright that he beats her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also thirteen in the book. In, in the book, she's like very, very young. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard like the ages are different from the books to the TV shows. Yeah, thank God. Because <laughs> you feel a lot weirder about it. The book ages are super, super bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, in in the book, isn't John like twelve? Something like that. Oh, something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you feel you feel a lot better about. You feel a lot better about watching the show, knowing that their mm-hmm. ages are like eighteen. Everything's eighteen at least. <laughs> yeah, I think Daenerys starts off at twelve in the book. Actually, I don't think yeah. she's thirteen. Sansa, I think, is thirteen. Like in the uh, like in the show and in, in the book, is is the same. But yeah. yeah, for the most part, they age everybody up. Yeah, for the most part, or the the young characters anyway. Yeah. Just to just to kind of explain away some of the uh, more adult things that they do. Oh, okay. Yes. I'd also like to state that uh, Robert Baratheon looks like Bray Wyatt, and I can't. <laughs> you, know, you know, he looks like to me Fred Flintstone, but not that first one. 
Or really, <laughs> does Bray Wyatt look like Robert Baratheon? That's true. Yeah, or do both of them look like Fred Flintstone? Wait. Wait. Oh my God. <laughs> You're he welcome. He was the second friend Flintstone. You're welcome. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just take that beard away. He was. Fuck Fred oh my God. It's this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! I didn't even notice. There's so many. Dude, there's so many actors that wind up coming through the show that you're like, I know him from that thing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but the best and part, so- the best part is that Game of Thrones now becomes that thing where you see that actor somewhere else and you go, I know that actor from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like when we were watching Overlord. Yep. Yep. Sounds that was great. great. Yeah, Sean. That's Bean. cool. Sean Bean's so fucking great. In this. Yeah. So, Jordan, yeah. who was your favorite character in the first episode? Uh, it's got to be uh, Ned Stark. It's got to be Sean Bean. Perfect. Ned Stark, uh, yo. Because I just he got the most screen time and the most he did fleshed out story. He absolutely does. Yes. <laughs> For the first episode, so. I mean, the more that we see, I'm sure my opinion will change. He's the star of the show. You're going to love him. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. no, I Sean Bean, man. I mean, because I'm, I'm not that in the dark. Whatever do you mean, Jordan? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll just. We'll, sure. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be great. Can't wait to see where he winds up by season eight. Yeah, I really hope he gets on the Iron Throne. That's who I'm pulling for. God damn it. You're all the worst. <laughs> so, I'm very happy that you watched this finally. I'm very excited to see how how deep you get into it and um, what you think of it going forward. Very excited. How do you, how do you feel about high fantasy, Jordan? Are you more you're more of like a sci fi guy, right? I'm more sci fi than like medieval stuff. I will say that the like magic and like quote unquote fantasy elements kind of ebb and flow. It's more like medieval, you know, dark medieval story. There are a lot of magical elements, but it's not like they're mashing it in your face every single episode like they would with something like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. See, and that's that's not even the the feel that I got from the first episode. Great. Um, That's good. (laughs) Uh, There are magical things in the world, but it's not like. I'm going to use my firecraft to start my, you know what I mean? Like my magic wand to start the fires or anything like that. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see how into it I get. I hope I like it. Because with everything that I watch, I hope I like it. I think you're going to like it. I think so, too. It's, 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 it's widely considered one of the best shows of, on TV, if not the best show on TV. And it's not just because of Tits and Dragons. So... Um, there's although that helps, right? I'm not saying I don't like those things. I'm saying that the writing, it's it's the writing and the performances are what have made the show so great. Yeah, and I mean you 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 see it from the first episode uh, on, but like the 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 fucking level of acting is uh, unparalleled, unparalleled. Yeah, I didn't see a bad performance, uh, and, in and the first honestly. Episode. Short of maybe an extra or a short, a small speaking role here and there for a character that doesn't matter, everybody f- fucking kills it. I think they all showed up and knew 
like we've got something here and you're really gonna you're really gonna be like fuck these guys are they're killing it they're killing it okay i'm i'm excited to see some characters grow and change and because I love when shows are able to do that. When the you best, like, dude, fucking the, hate someone at first, yes. and then all of a sudden you're loving them. The best is is oh my god! There's so many characters that swap that that turn. Yeah. Where you're like, I fucking hate this guy, and then season two starts, and you're like, holy shit, he's a sympathetic character now, and yeah. then he turns again. <laughs> it's evil. Tell people to watch to learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 fucking the the writing is fucking immaculate. What I can't okay. wait, what I can't wait is ha- is to have discussions about about how Game of Thrones has some of the most evil characters ever, yeah. Yeah. ever yeah. written, and I just can't wait for you to start experiencing that. So great. That's it cool. is a dark, dark story, you know. <laughs> but you can kind of get gleaned at that from the get go. You've gotten your toe dipped into it already. Yeah, yeah. into the blood. <laughs> the blood pool. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's our our show on the pilot episode of Game of Thrones to coincide with the new season of Game of Thrones, the hey. final season yes. of Game of Thrones. Not a moment too late to get into it, Jordan. <laughs> At first, I was going to wait until it ended and then just binge it, but. Well, shit, at least you didn't have to deal with the pain of waiting two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. God. Now, as you're saying, and we will, we will, we are planning on covering this mo- uh, this next season of Game of Thrones. So look forward to that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And our next episode, we will be covering Shazam. All right. So for Pop Cannon, I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. Uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, and um, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks Andrew, for buttoning that up. <laughs> no problem. Watch out. I was going to say something Game of Thrones related, but I'm really hungry, and I just... All right, bye. For the watch. The, when it comes to the game of pop cannons, you play or you die. Or Sorry, you win or you die. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> for, for the, the watch. watch. All right, guys, let's just start the episode over. Are you still one of the people that haven't seen Game of Thrones yet? Did we gush enough about it to make you want to watch more? As an update for you, Jordan has watched through episode 3 and decided to continue forth. Praise the Seven! If you've already watched all the way through Game of Thrones, was this a neat little trip down memory lane for you? Let us know, we want to hear from you. You can find us across all the social medias by searching Pop Cannon Pod. Just type that in and give us a like, follow, or subscribe. Don't forget the K, okay? As you're well aware, podcast listener, we are available on all major podcast platforms. It's quick and easy to find us and subscribe. And if these nuggets of goodness in your ear aren't enough to satiate your desire to hear our opinions on stuff, you can follow us individually. I, Robert, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Jordan is on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red and Instagram at Android Skeleton. And we followed Brian already. We caught him stealing a flagon of ale. 
He was down in the keep awaiting his sentence. We followed him to a vast log in the middle of a great field. He wouldn't apologize for his crime because he says he was hungry. We sentenced him to death. Of course I swung the sword that took his head. The man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. If you would take a man's life, you owe it to him to look into his eyes and hear his final words. And if you cannot bear to do that, then perhaps the man does not deserve to die. And then we followed Brian's head down the hill and onto the dewy rocks that make up the shore of the meadow. What is dead may never die. Thanks for listening. Keep an eye out for our next episode, which will be all about the DC film Shazam!